Hey everyone, welcome to the Experience Milwaukee podcast. This is Steve. Adam and I, on this episode, sit down with Jason Ray, Secretary of the Democratic National Committee. And I just wanted to point out a couple of things. One, uh, this episode is about how and why Milwaukee was chosen to host the Democratic National Convention. And it is not about politics. Uh, instead, we have a fun conversation on uh, Jason's role in uh, everything, uh, how he became the DNC secretary, and um, just what the DNC wants the people of Milwaukee to know about the decision to go virtual. Uh, we also have a really fun time on some of his favorite Milwaukee things. So sit back, take a listen, enjoy, and uh, thank you so much for your support. Jason, this is uh, great to have you on the show on the Experience Wonky podcast. Adam and I, uh, well, we're probably a little nervous because, you know, this is like serious, uh, a serious guest. Like we always have guests that we, we make nervous. And I think you're the first guest that is making us nervous. So this is like <laughs> turning of the tables here. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know what to uh, do with my hands. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'll. I don't know either. Um, on the, on the show, we we love to get some context, and within a, 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 a role that's as interesting as yours, super excited to to learn uh, if you can just give us sort of the twenty thousand foot overview of your role with the DNC, and um, and Adam might have some follow up because he's got some really he he wants to know a lot. So, but we'll start there. I'm a I'm a hard hitter. Yeah. All right. I'm Bring it. Uh, no, so I, uh, thanks for having me. I, I serve as the secretary for the Democratic National Committee, um, was elected uh, to that position in February of 2017. So one of the nine uh, nationally elected officers. Um, and in my role, I'm responsible for uh, engaging with our DNC members from across the country, um, helping uh, with conventions, certifying all the delegates, and then ultimately during the convention, uh, calling the role of states. Um, oh, so really cool. kind of that kind of institutional kind of party side of things uh, in that way. Adam, is that good enough for you? Have you learned? An, I mean, you're the one that has all of the other questions. So I, I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, the, the one I really wanted to, to dig into was how Milwaukee was chosen. Yeah, it's a great question. So, um, it is one where the decision ultimately at the end of the day for a convention city comes down to the chair of the DNC getting to make a decision. Okay. Um, it started a couple, so we, Milwaukee was announced in March of 2019 as the host city, but the real effort started about a year before then, uh, if not even sooner, mm -hmm. uh, when local groups kind of put together a, a bid. Uh, the DNC invites cities, uh, kind of the top, you know, 50 US cities are invited to say, oh, we're interested in applying. Um, send us more information. And then there's a, a bid that they have to actually prepare about, here's what our venue looks like. Here's how many hotel rooms we have. Um, they submit that, the DNC narrows it down. They put together a site selection committee, which then goes and visits a number of cities. So they came here, I think the day after the Pfizer forum even opened to see oh. it originally. Um, so Timing. everything was fresh. It had, it had that new fresh smell and everything. So um, <laughs> they, they re review everything. They walk through and 
one of the site selection committee members um, who does accessibility issues measured every like the hops uh, doors to make sure that it would fit you know different wheelchairs and things yeah. needed. So they look at all the logistical pieces um, and then end up um, making recommendations to the chair and the chair reviews all that and gets to choose. And we were fortunate enough that Chair Perez allowed Milwaukee to have uh, the spotlight for a little bit there. Yes, I know yeah. it's, it's absolutely incredible that that Milwaukee was chosen. We we see ourselves as uh, a little big city, <laughs> so anytime there's national coverage of our big little city, everybody's like high fiving. Yeah. Like, look at us, we're like a real city. This is so cool. <laughs> um, and even if we didn't get that full exposure that you get in a traditional convention, I think the fact that Milwaukee was chosen gives us this credibility mm -hmm. with others to say, like, we are capable of doing this. We, we have the scale and we have the ability to successfully pull off events. And that is something that I, I don't want us to forget, especially, you know, I, I know people are, are disappointed somewhat at what the convention ended up looking like. And mm -hmm. I'm proud that we did it with people's health and safety first and foremost, but we should be proud that we put together a bid that beat out Houston and Miami, both of which had hosted Super Bowls and other events recently so that we were right. able to beat out cities like that. We should be proud of proud of Milwaukee. Not not to mention that we flipped on a dime and adjusted to what the convention is in doing it virtually. And to be able to do that speaks volumes too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we really, we pulled out, we rolled out the red carpet um, and did everything we can and have been so, uh, so supportive as a community to make sure that we can pull off a successful event. It may not be the event we thought it was going to be in March of 2019, but we're helping pull off something um, that is going to, I think, change how politics is done. I think we're seeing new convention experiences like the roll call we did on Tuesday night um, totally reimagined, and I think we'll see that going forward. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Well, that and access too. I mean, I personally, I'm I'm one of those people who's not a huge fan of crowds, so <laughs> um, I was planning on. I'm very excited for the city, but I was actually planning on not venturing into Milwaukee at all. During during the convention, just because I was like, uh, I don't know, I'm gonna be in the way. I don't know what I'm doing. So um, the access alone, I think, is something that's absolutely uh, incredible. And um, speaking of most things being virtual and uh, people coming in from all over the place, um, for the folks who are like me who won't be going into downtown, everything's virtual now anyway. What are some things? What what's a big takeaway that you want people of Milwaukee and the nation um, to have with the DNC this week? I mean, I guess there, there's two different things I think of. I think first is I, I want them to know that Milwaukee is a great city. I want them to understand how wonderful we are, and I want them to come uh, and visit us when we can start traveling again, and I want them to know. Um, and I think that goes for other conventions. I think one of the big things that we're seeing, um, you know, with the national convention, there's all these ancillary events that happen from other organizations. And I want those groups to look and say, hey, we might not have been able to come in, you know, July or August of 2020, but when we're planning our next big event for our organization, let's put Milwaukee on that list. So that's one takeaway. I want people to think mm -hmm. that we can do this. I don't want them to come here and see it. Um, for the people in Milwaukee, I want them to know that, you know, we as a DNC tried so hard to make something happen here. Um, and it wasn't what we wanted. It, you know, I, I wish I could have welcomed 50,000 of my closest friends to the city, but that the DNC really cared about the people and wanted to put people's health and safety first. We weren't going to expose uh, people. That, you know, we didn't want to put people in Milwaukee you know, at risk of those who are traveling from afar, those who may be positive with COVID. We wanted to make sure that 
people were front and center. And I think those are the kind of the two takeaways, um, you know, that I see. Yeah, agreed, echoed in everything we're hearing too. And um, it's, you know, did everyone want the immediate economic impact of this week? Yes. Mm -hmm. But to your point, it's a ripple effect, right? It now shows capabilities that will stretch further into the future. And I think the long term of that looks really good for the city. Um, well, and I, I've talked to so many of my uh, DNC members and others from across the country who said, oh, I've, I've never been in Milwaukee. I was looking forward to it, but I can't wait to come at some point in the future. So I think that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's what I'm excited for. Absolutely. That's great. That's good. Um, so I've, I'm going to take a little bit of a shift. And as a hometown guy, what's it like to play this kind of a, a role in such a, a big event, a big ordeal. I mean, the whole, the nation, the world's eyes are on Milwaukee and on this event and, and you're right in the middle of it. Yeah, it was honestly a humbling experience. It was kind of the intersection of so many pieces of my life that all kind of got to come together. Um, I think what has been the most unique and, you know, I, I have a couple different roles. So, you know, the secretary of the DNC is an all volunteer position. And, you know, my day job, it's running the Wisconsin LGBT chamber and I'm a public affairs consultant and I do a couple other things and I try to keep all of those worlds so separate from each other. I don't want people, to, I don't talk politics when I'm in my chamber role and I don't do that. And uh -huh. the number of people who reached out afterwards saying, oh, I had no idea of this. I, it kind of feels like everything's kind of coming together and people are getting a chance to see the whole me and all the different facets. So <laughs> that's been actually kind of rewarding to, to just kind of have it all out there. And uh, not that I was ever ashamed of it by any means, but I just, I kept business and politics separate. Uh -huh. um, and now it's not. So um, it's been great to, to be able to do that. And, um, you know, as secretary of the party, I would have been fortunate to call the role in whatever city we went to, but being able to do it in your own city, in your own place, there's something special uh, and memorable yeah. about that, that um, I will never forget. That's awesome. And I know, I think maybe the only uh, disappointing, Adam's disappointed that Billie Eilish <laughs> did not come to Milwaukee as my, are, are my girls. Um, but um, is there a celebrity that you're like, Oh, I was. Ugh. Yeah. I, I would say I, I celebrity spotting at convention is always a fun thing. You never know who you're going to run into. Mm -hmm. I have you know, spotted Oprah on the convention floor before, you know, feet away. I've oh, spotted ugh. so many people. Um, I, I would say any of the four hosts that we actually have, or the four kind of moderators we have doing convention from, right. You know, Eva Longoria, Tracy Ross Ellis. Um, uh, we had uh, Kerry Washington last night, and tonight's Julia Lewis uh, Dreyfus. Oh, I would boy. love to run into those four women. Like they, yeah. they are all fantastic, and they, I would have loved to have seen them uh, in person at convention. And they've been doing such a great job, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, in being serving in that role. It's been it's been cool to watch. Um, Adam, I'm going to kick it to you for the hard hitting rapid fire section of the show now there's okay. there's no judgment there is just the answer so here we go <laughs> Do we really need that yes that, yeah we needed the build-up you're right we needed the build-up you're right this is always right, jason my, it's always my favorite part yeah yeah <laughs> so here comes the rapid fire quick short answers whatever comes to your mind first yes right. what what did you want to be when you grew up uh president Nice. Oh. If you were doing, if you weren't doing, I know that's a big one. I know. If I know. you weren't doing this job, what would you be doing? Uh, I'd want to be a high school government teacher. 
Oh, nice. You know, I brought, so this is where I s- screw up all the timing and blow of this. Yeah. My, yeah. that was, yeah, that was one of my favorite teachers in high school, actually, and not in, not doing anything in that realm, but that my teacher in that role has the, had the biggest impression on my life. So, all right, Adam, go. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Cheese curds, fresh, squeaky, or deep fried? <laughs> oh, deep fried. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. You know, Wisconsin's <laughs> very own cousins subs, they have mastered the squeaky fried. Just throwing it out there. So, Adam, go ahead. Keep they going. have? They yeah. have squeaky fried? Okay. Well, They're that's a different topic for another. And, and so we're, fresh. We're getting, and we'll, get, we'll get them on the podcast. We got to figure that out. <laughs> okay. 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 Jason, back to the not so rapid fire. <laughs> Bloody Mary or Brandy Old Fashioned? Brandy Old Fashioned any day. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I know that the Bloody Mary is good for your stomach because tomato juice does something to the acids, but brandy oh. old fashions are so good. I thought they were just both delicious, so I didn't know that. <laughs> they are. I mean, they, okay. they are. All right. You mean brandy any day. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, would you go a Friday fish fry or Sunday hot ham and rolls? Friday fish fry. Yeah. I know. Yes. Dynamite. Okay. You can't lose not, with the fr- see, we're not Friday fish to- fry. We're not supposed to evaluate, but we get excited. We I, get excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not supposed to editorialize. We're just supposed <laughs> to rapid fire, but we're like, oh, these are so good. <laughs> okay, what is your favorite only locals know hidden gem in Milwaukee? Oh, uh, I'm going to go with Wolskis. Yeah, oh. Wolskis. So do you have a I closed Wolskis <laughs> bumper sticker? I do. I do, do somewhere. Really? I don't know where it is. But... I don't even have one. Uh, I, I closed it several times when I lived off of Brady Street uh, oh, years ago. Yeah, right on. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, okay, and last but certainly not least. This is the hardest one, though. This, this is the one that is will cause toughie. the most controversy. Yes, it will. What is your favorite season in Wisconsin? Ooh, well, there's only two, right? Road construction. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I would say uh, I'd go with summer. Summer. Okay. Summer in Wisconsin, boating, wins. hiking, camping, yeah. uh, patios. Yeah, dining out, everything. I mean, yeah. we get those like three months that we actually get to go outside. So I'll take my three months of summer any day. Agreed. Wholeheartedly agree. Guys. <laughs> That's awesome. This was super fun. Jason, thank you so much. Keep up the great work in, uh, in what you do on both sides. You know, you've got, you've got the nine to five and you've got the time you spend with the dnc keep up the great work and put those uh, hats on putting those hats on thanks so much. thanks appreciate it adam steve and now black belt theater.